Sponsored by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations. Hello, I'm Conor Faulkner and this is Driving Life. Welcome to episode two, where I meet entrepreneur and businessman Bobby Kerr to chat about his life and the cars he's owned. From Kilkenny to the North Sea oil rigs, from Canada to Dunleary, Bobby shares tales of his life in business and on the road. We found a coffee shop, which was nice, but wound up giving poor Conor O'Hagan a huge job back at base, removing clatters and bangs and whooshes and tidying up the audio. Sorry, Connor. And apologies to all for a spot or two where the sound is ropey. Anyway, off we go to Dunleary and let's meet Bobby Kerr. Bobby Kerr, you are very good to take the time to talk to me. Lovely to meet you, Connor, in a, in a coffee shop in Dunleary. A very nice, appropriate place to start a conversation. Where else would you meet Bobby Kerr but A, in a coffee shop and B, in Dunleary, which is your stamping ground now? It is. I've lived here for, what, 30 odd years. Um, oh, no. Yeah, so a place I love. I'm right beside the sea. Uh, I'm near everything I want to be. I do a bit of sailing down there oh. in the harbour. And everything I need is up my doorstep. Yeah, you probably have more time here now than you do in Kilkenny. Oh yeah, I have, I, since we sold the business in Kilkenny, uh, you know, and I have no family in Kilkenny anymore, so yeah. you lose a bit of touch with the place where you grew up. But I try, I do try to keep in touch with it, but it's, it's not always easy. Yeah, and listen, an awful lot of things have happened in your life over the thirty years or so that you've been uh, that you've been active in business. Um, but you know, I'm a bit of the motoring nerd, so um, what I want to know is, did you drive much? Do you drive much? Okay, let me tell you, I belong. Uh, I never really talked much about my my motoring history until I knew I was meeting you today. So I actually learned to drive in a place where you'll probably know from more from a golfing perspective. But before going to the golf course, in Julius, that's where I learned to drive. Wow, the Mount Julius estate. Yeah, I used to just drive around the estate because it was a gated yeah. estate, so it was like a. And that was where I, I used to drive my mother's Simca One Thousand. Horrific car. Oh, yeah. my, my grandmother had a hillman in, which I recall being a horrible little thing. Yeah. Um, and was that, uh, uh, this was an era? 1976, 77. Yeah, yeah. The, the world had a very lax uh, attitude towards road safety yeah. at the time. And then, um, when I was in college, I was in college in DIT in Dublin, and in my final year, uh, my mother actually gifted me her old car. The same car? No. She had then had a yellow Citroen Diane. I drove that for maybe four years. That was the 2CV one. The 2CV, uh, bright yellow, convertible roof, 600cc. You used to get them 60 miles to the gallon. And you push, the, rear, push yeah. the rear lever in and pull it out again. And you know, to complete the look, what you needed to do was to paint hippie flowers all over that. I didn't quite do that, but I... Interesting. Wasps coming out of it. That car, and it's amazing, you know, people would never have thought that, but I used to, I was working in the rigs in the North Sea at the time, and I used to drive to Larne, leave the car there for two weeks, get the train across Scotland, all the way over to Aberdeen, come back the same way, and drive the car from Larne down to Dublin. That's all it. And I did that for nearly two years. The most arduous part of the journey, getting the Citroën Diane back down the road. To Dublin. Especially at three o'clock in the morning, uh, coming down over those uh, 
about those roads. And you should remember that era, maybe just talk about the North Sea just, just briefly, because you can't just throw away that you worked for the North Sea. You weren't diving to the pipes or anything like that. No, you were doing catering business. I was. I was a chef, actually. And um, <clears throat> it was a very interesting job because the only thing that the guys had out on the North Sea was the food. It had to be yeah. five star. And the big joke was we had five star chefs and one star customers. <laughs> <laughs> but that was all right. But it was a it was a school of life about just the way of the world. I, I'd imagine if you let those lads down after a hard shift, you'd hear all about it. And we used to even have like a standard plate is about 11 inches. Our plates were 14 inches wide because of the size of the portions that the guys used to eat. And like, if you think about it, some of these rigs were up just under the, the Arctic Circle. Yeah, yeah. Guy'd be out in the cold, walking for however many hours. And Grueling lifestyle yeah. for the divers, the effect on their... That's right. All the, well, you know, it's for everybody out there, a couple of things. You're earning too much money. Yeah. You've got two weeks, like, really, really hard work. Then you've two weeks where you've nothing to do but spend the money. And it doesn't end well for lots of people. No, I know. So you land in Aberdeen like a like an old-fashioned sailor in Shanghai. And you go mad. Yeah. 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 Aberdeen had crazy property for the most expensive city in the UK for a while. I remember in, in the early 80s in Aberdeen, you used basically go, and if you were, say, going out at 4 o'clock in the morning and you wanted, you'd go to a guest house. So you're in this dormitory with all these guys that you don't know, all who were going off for the next day, they were charging like 50 sterling or something. Oh, yeah, which, but for context, you may as well be in the Ritz. Yeah, yeah, in, in this dump. Because uh, it was the only place you could get. And, and, and then, so a couple of weeks doing that, and you're back in the Citroën Diane, uh, nursing nursing its way nursing its way back down to Dublin. Um, did, did you do a proper driving test? I failed my driving test. I did my first driving test on my 17th birthday, because that was the age you were at. Oh, there you go. And I failed it, and I was absolutely devastated. I remember being, it was probably my one of my biggest disappointments, because my father was in the hotel business yeah. and I used to work part-time for my father driving his van uh, and distributing staff around all around the Kilkenny metropolitan area. Um, and would you say you're a, would you say you're a good driver? Uh, I don't think I'm bad. I, I don't drive fast. Uh, well, that's a good character. Uh, I, 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 sometimes I think I don't really enjoy it. Like I, 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 I kind of I have a mixed relationship. Sometimes I like to go on a drive. Other, other times, I couldn't care if I, never, I hate traffic. So, so like when I worked in town, as I worked in town for um, first when I was in Bewley's, yeah. I ended up in Stevens Green. So within 100 yards, I was for 25 years, and I rarely took uh, my car to town. I always used the Dart, which is only a minute from me here in, in Sandy Cove. Yeah, why would so, you do anything else? So, so for me, uh, I just wouldn't do that commute. Um, but then, you know, I work now, say, on the cliffs of Moor. I drive down there. And I love the drive. That can be beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, 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 I'm not somebody who's, like, obsessed with cars. And, and, and are, you're not one of these people who has, uh, you know, four or five different cars in the garage. No. None of that. I have, I have, a, I have a nice car. I have a, a, a white Porsche Cayenne. Oh, that is a nice car. 
three years ago, four years ago. And the thing about me was, I, I, if I buy a car, I keep it for a long number of years. Yeah. Some of the cars that I've had, uh, I had when my father died. He left me a, uh, well, he, he, it was his car, and it was my brothers didn't want it, so I got it, a Daimler Sovereign, ah. which I drove for six years, I'd say. And I, I did this car. Beautiful car. And it was it was an old car. It was just about becoming a classic. And unfortunately, I regret this to this day. I probably drove just that bit too far and too long. And water from the uh, radiator got into the gearbox on the Stalorgan tube carriageway. The whole engine seized. Oh, Lordy. I wonder if we're past the era of cars that were almost like having a boat. You know, part of the, part of the thing was fiddling with it and maintaining it. Well, I've had a boat here in the world for 25 years. Same boat. Very good. Yeah, myself and another guy have owned it and we've raced it uh, religiously every Thursday and every Saturday afternoon. Uh, And, you know, that was was my sort of toy, so I never really needed to do the car thing. Very good. Once I had that. Yeah, I never really, well, I used to go fishing with my dad and uh, he had a 17 and a half foot kind of cabin cruiser that we can take out from Canal Bay or go looking for sharks if we're ambitious. And we did a bit of lake fishing on that. never really took that. I've got good friends who are very I have a nephew of mine who's into the sailing and uh, 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 a member of the National Yacht Club and uh, yeah. I know a couple of people in there and uh, it was one of those times to pick up the it gets under your skin it stays under your skin. Well the way it was for me was you could only I, I played rugby a lot in my earlier days and then when I gave up rugby I was looking for something else and I actually took up sailing when I was in my early 30s. Oh right, yeah. So I wasn't I didn't say as a young but then I, I got Not too much salt water in Kilkenny Really? No lighthouse. <laughs> um, so it's 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 so a lot of the guys I actually played rugby with ended up coming sailing with me, and we've all sailed together for all those years. Yeah, well, sure, Dublin area. It's a Dublin thing. It's a very good pal of mine. Is a is a guard actually, but she's very serious about her sailing. So uh, you know, you'd be in touch the odd time. Where is she now? She's halfway across the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I've, I've done the round Ireland. I've done a few of those. I did a, uh, a, a called around the island race last year in Cowes. The Isle of Wight. The race around the Isle of Wight. Seventeen hundred boats on the starting line. Unbelievable. Well, and you don't like traffic. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. So yeah, a few things like that. Uh, so lifelong in Ireland, Bobby. You did no. You did go to Canada. For yeah, a and I was in Canada in the states. I have to tell you about the car I had when I was in Canada because again I arrived there. I, I, I hardly, I, I, I was hardly a word of Canadian. Well, I, 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 no money. I was broke. Right. And I bought a, a Pontiac Ventura, it was called, which yeah. was a. Is this a huge big? You, know, it, it, you could fit four people in the front seat. <laughs> and I, I paid $700 for it. And if you went over a puddle, the water used to come up and you'd get wet. <laughs> So it was, uh, but it, 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 I, I, I knocked two years out of it, and I remember there was a scrapyard beside the airport in Toronto, and I drove, when I was coming back to Ireland, I drove into the scrapyard, left the keys in the ignition, and just walked away. It got there in its dying breath. I left the car there, and that was the last any of us ever saw. I took the number plates off, which I still have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we 
hope it's not still there. Or some fellow is looking for me to charge me a toll or something like that. Yeah, very good. Travelling with Expressway and your free travel pass is made easier with a reserved seat. When booking journeys at expressway.ie, make sure to select Seat Only Reservation Free Travel Scheme and pay just €2 per trip to guarantee your seat. Bookings can also be made from ticket machines in stations and priority boarding will be given to those who book in advance. Travel without a booking is still more than welcome, if you prefer, provided we have space on board. Take it easy with your free travel pass and expressway.ie. Think you're not smart enough to own a smartphone? Well, think again and think Doro. Doro phones are designed specially with the older person in mind. They're easy to use with louder sound and larger text. Plus numerous state-of-the-art features that don't compromise on performance or quality. To learn more about the full range of high-tech Doro phones, visit doro.ie. Doro phones. Make friends with innovation. If you're enjoying this podcast, why not subscribe to Senior Times, the magazine and website for people who don't act their age. Or maybe you have a loved one or a friend who you know would love to read more. You can buy a subscription and have the magazine delivered direct to their door. To subscribe to Senior Times, visit the website at seniortimes.ie and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash senior times. Um, and so, life in Dublin. You have four daughters. I do. Uh, I, I, only, I know one other person with four daughters. He's my brother, and uh, that household is just chaotic. Poor fella is heavily well, I'm, I'm only two of them living with me now. Um, the older two have moved on, but they still they still live in Dublin. But uh, do you know what? It's 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 it was the best crack over the years having the four of them there. It's still a great crack. It is great crack. And, great and, place. And, uh, I've enjoyed every second of it. Did you teach them how to drive? Told daughter Rebecca. See, we had she was the only one who really, really wanted to get out and enjoy it. But she used to go to pieces when she had her test. Guess how many times she failed This is gonna be harsh on poor Rebecca. Listen, it it took me it took me three goes, so I'm not gonna i I'm not gonna slag poor Rebecca. Give me a number. And the only reason she got it in the eight time was she pleaded with the people in the centre could she have a supervisor because she was she was having a nervous reaction to the whole process. So a third lady went in the back with the instructor and she passed it down. Do you know what? I'd be willing to bet that Rebecca is a very safe driver. And a good driver. And my youngest girl, Michaela, is about to do her test in the next few weeks, actually. Very good. So she's been... I've been driving a bit with her and we had to have a kind of a rule. Okay, Dad, this these are the rules. So I'm not allowed to answer in a negative or be aggressive and you're not allowed to be aggressive. So we had to, we had to sort of check ourselves that there was no sort of high, I, my voice level might be too high and then she, she was aggressive in her tone. So once we did that, we were fine. With myself and Lorraine ever fight at all, which we rarely do, but it's, it's, it's over the backseat driving yeah. phenomenon. Um, and I like teaching my own kids to drive was sort of yeah. mad, mildly, mildly traumatic. It's interestingly, and you know, the way they're all different, like one girl who doesn't drive at all yeah, and, 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 and has no interest, doesn't seem to 
I have a son like that and when I was growing up it was almost like the one thing that was on particularly young men's minds you know must drive must drive must get a car must drive but also you know yeah. like the opportunity that comes with it you know you get a job and then all of a sudden the guy with the car is an asset to the business because yeah. he can go and see a customer like that's what I was saying that basic it is a life skill you're going to need and maybe in the future we'll all be in, in, in robotic Teslas but for the time being we, we, we yeah. still, still, still need to so I'm thinking now Mary has to get a new car my wife and I'm thinking of making the first step towards electric I feel the time has come so I think we might buy a car for Mary in the new year and it'll probably be an electric car we came close to doing that ourselves because they're not FDAA. I just hand back the company car that I, 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 I had for years. And at 52 years of age, the first time I ever bought my own car. But, um, and I was going to go electric and I've been looking at the Tesla, etc. all very snazzy. But a car for me has to do two things. It has to go from Dublin to Sligo and back reliably, no mess, no fuss. And it has to carry a whole lot of stuff. And um, for me, the electric just... Infrastructure. It's just not like yeah, the infrastructure again, and I don't really want to be, but like Mary's average journey, I'd say, is probably less than 10 kilometers. Yeah, so, perfect. So uh, she's perfect for it, and she would see how we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it'll be the future for us, no doubt. Um, and you will strike me, Bobby, as, as one of life's uh, optimists. You always, I've never mentioned that before, and uh, like you've, you've had what, four, five, six different different business careers they can't all have been good days and um, they can't all have been good days and um, but you're always in good form and I, I, I remember not just in this context but there's a generosity and an optimism to you that's brilliant I mean I remember approaching you two years I don't know what it was I think we wanted to have uh, AA points for members whereby they could get free and some of coffees but I don't know if we ever worked it out but, but you were very generous in, uh, in you know in improving the proposal and you're just sort of very willing to uh, but you know what I, I, I believe that life's for living Connor and I I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a good or bad thing but I always try to find something new after maybe five years even if it was within the same business I've only really had four careers the oil rigs I was with the same company in Canada and America then I did 13 years with Campbell Beauty Group and then I was 20 odd years in Perk first which began insomnia changing from being the CEO of Insomnia to the chairman and again when I started doing all the, the media stuff and all that that was the perfect time to do that it wasn't that I was getting bored with it, but I just needed to do something new it's very important that a chair in that situation is willing to let go though no, and the chief yeah. would be a chief uh, no problem with that yeah, yeah, yeah. so and then but, get down to business stuff um, it's, on, it's on news talk every weekend or more commonly perhaps these days it's this to this podcast yeah. if you only ever heard Irish commentary you swear this country was a basket case yeah. whereas when you're talking to people there is a sense of I think I get a sense of optimism even well, if you're talking to I just try and be optimistic I do think that there's always opportunity yeah. to I'm blessed that that's just I don't have to think too hard about that so, so you, you say on 
a couple of movies, but did the media stuff as well. You were a dragon, uh, which is, I think, is a hoot. Uh, but fair play to you. To, to yeah, I, I, I did that for four years. I said, if I, if I spent much longer time there, I wouldn't have any money left. I, I also do some pro bono stuff. I'm, I went to Zambia a couple of years back. Uh, we bought a house, uh, 11 of us in six days uh, from, from the ground up. Was that the Nile Mellon one? No, that was that was, that's the yeah. Very good, yeah. We, uh, they were all guys who were all, all mates of mine. We were the best of back. And then we handed the house over with the keys and all to a family and got on the plane and came home. It's greatly very rewarding. Yeah. To do, yeah. So, you know, as I say, what the things I do, I work with the Great Irish Lighthouses, which is basically the marketing arm of uh, the Lighthouse for Irish Lights. And I, I do that pro bono. I do the Cliffs of Moore, which again had 1.8 million visitors. Yeah, uh, amazing. That's a big business. Yeah. I'm involved in that. Those kind of things. And then I do some, I've done a lot of charity stuff. But I don't like to talk too much about that because that's just something you do. Yeah, just keep the brain out. Yeah, that's what you do. But I'll always be doing something. Like I know, even though I'm largely retired from insomnia now, I never wake up in the morning and say, what am I doing today? I always have stuff to do. Yeah. So, well, first first thing for me is wrap up coffee. Yeah. So, again. Uh, so in all those careers and jobs and roles, is there a favourite? Is there a thing? Is there a bit well, of back and I say, do you know what? Well, do you know what I really loved? I, I loved all, and again, I was in a long time, but I loved the coffee business. And the bit I loved most about that business was opening new shops. The, the, the buzz I got of finding a site, fitting it out, getting all the staff in, opening the shop, watching the sales. And that was always you. That wasn't maybe a franchisee that you're... No, we, we, no, we did that. We did that ourselves for most of. Oh, yeah, no, that was us. Even in beauties, I opened a new beauties in Edinburgh. I remember that, and again, it was a kind of groundbreaking thing. Uh, and we opened in Luton Airport, some mad places. Yeah, I, I, can't remember, I think I remember it might have been Luton Airport, but I was in somewhere completely obscure, and I just did a double take. Said, That's a beauties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a great brand as well. No, it did. It, it was a brand that needed to change and it had some difficulties. Unfortunately for Beauties, you know, I was, it, it, there was a whole new wave of how coffee was and their customers didn't want them to change and they were trying to change and they kind of got caught in this place of being a loyal and old trusted brand and it was kind of the clear, not being cool and yeah, not being, it was kind of the clearest dilemma, wasn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. So I think if, if there's a key to it, is it just, you know, uh, stay fresh? Well, well, I think you do have to, and it's, it comes back to reinvention, you know. Brands need to do the same thing as individuals need to do. You just need to, you need to look forward rather than back, and you need to say, right, here I am today, what am I going to do with this business or this brand for the next five years? And you don't have any disasters to report before we're done, do you? Like, do you ever, do you ever crash a car? Do you? I was, 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 I
was in my, I had a Jeep for General back up in Kenny, and I looked down to change the radio station, and I looked up, <laughs> there was a Toyota Yaris in front of me, which, which was, I'd say, about two weeks old, and I plowed it the back. This, this is a kinetic mismatch. And your man said, Jesus, I bought that car last week in the garage, and I, and I said, this is its first one, and I said, look, so I just, I sorted it out there, and that was, no, well, it's sure. it totally my fault, I put my hands up. Well, at least nobody was, no, nobody was hurt. Oh, yeah. So it barely counts if nobody's hurt. Oh, no one, no one dies. Yeah, very good. Uh, well, okay. listen, uh, uh, many more years of, uh, of, of safe life on the road, and uh, I'll be checking in with you periodically, roughly every, roughly every five years, to see what fresh new career you've embarked on. So if I come looking for you in five years' time and discover you're in an oil rig somewhere, I know that Bobby's getting active again. Thanks a Thanks to Bobby for being so good with his time. He's enjoying life, no doubt about it, and it was great to catch up with him for that chat. Apologies again for the audio. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. This has been Driving Life with Connor Faulkner. If you did enjoy it, or bits of it, then maybe you'll check in with us next time. Until then, drive safely, live happily, and do come see us again. Thank you.